Shop Black Friday for 60% off everything only at your nearest Banana Republic factory store. Explore styles to give and to get this season from $24.99 only at Banana Republic factory. Homing is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. It's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And I'm joined by Jenna Tobble, the Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience over at First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. Last week, we talked all about credit scores. What are we going to discuss today? Yeah, so you might be aware that there was recently a Powerball lottery that grew up to over like $2 billion or something crazy like that. Yeah. And Um, so I I live amongst my neighbors who are close friends of ours. And so they did the lottery pool. Oh, sure. And it's one of those you got to be in because if you're not in and one of those numbers gets drawn, you're the only one. Right. Yeah. So I got forced into it. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah, no, you had that fear of missing out. You you weren't yes. forced, Andy. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't want to be left out. No, well, I know then, it was a long know, shot, but still. <laughs> well, a lot of people bought tickets, though, right? And there is somebody who ended up winning that recent Powerball lottery. So I thought today would be a great day to talk about, well, what do you do if you do win the lottery? Oh, right fun. there. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, you know, I think a lot of people getting that $2 billion would be like the ultimate like wish come true, right? I mean, even if you had to split $2 billion amongst some of your friends, like that's still you're ending up with a lot of money. <laughs> um, but winning the lottery doesn't necessarily mean that you get to like live the rest of your life in luxury and problem free. There's actually surprisingly a lot of problems that can arise when you suddenly have a windfall like winning the lottery. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of problem I would like to have. I always love that one. Oh, you wouldn't want to win the lottery. It'll ruin your life. I think I'll give it a try, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, this, this should be a fun show. Yeah. Where do we start? Yeah, well, let's start with the fact that the lottery is not a great investment, right? No. We just talked about that. You you spend all this money on lottery tickets. The reality of the situation is you're probably not going to be the big winner, right? It, it is gambling and the odds are not on your side. Um, so you may have heard this statistic before, but you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than you do of winning the lottery. So it's about one in 292 millionths of a chance that you'll win. And that chance gets smaller and smaller, the bigger the pot and the more people that buy into it. So something to keep in mind. Um, Yeah, that's for winning the jackpot. Your odds of even winning a buck or two are not all that great. Right. I don't think I've ever on any scratch off ticket I've ever been given. I've never won a single cent. So I may, I may just be really unlucky, but I don't think that's the case. The, right? very, so. the very first year they offered the Minnesota lottery. This is a gazillion years ago. <laughs> and the inaugural, we bought like five tickets and we won 50 bucks. Haven't won a thing since. Yeah, and do you remember what you bought with that fifty dollars? 
uh, dinner. There you go. You could actually buy dinner for 50 bucks, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, then you could buy a really good dinner for 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a whole nother show, inflation, right? Exactly. (laughs) But I mean, the lottery is incredibly popular, right? It's played by about 90 million people every year. Um, You know, the average lottery players will spend a little over $70 a month buying lottery tickets. Um, And really, it it just comes back to that appeal of getting rich quick, that fear of what if I buy the ticket that wins me the the jackpot and I miss my opportunity, right? So there's kind of that fear of missing out playing into this. But let's, you know, the reality is it it is a really appealing fantasy to like oh, yeah. think about how you what you would do with all of this money if you came into it and how easy your life would be, right? And oh. you know, I would say easily 99% of the population has dreamed at some point or another of, you know, that suddenly getting rich and being able to do and buy and see all of the things you've ever wanted to do and see and buy, right? I mean, I, oh. I certainly have. That's the whole fun. Is yeah. <laughs> when the when it gets to be those mega jackpots, that's the only time I ever buy a ticket. Yeah. Um, and then sit around with a group of friends because we pooled and bought tickets together and joke about what we would do with the money. And here's the punchline: we realized at the end of it, we'd all hire lawyers and sue each other. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it. It probably has happened before. Let's be real. I am a little surprised at the average of $70 a month. That one caught me by surprise. That's way higher than I thought it would have been. Yeah. So obviously there are people who do play the lottery and do win. Like the person who got struck by lightning out there. I think it was a California. I think it won the $2 billion jackpot. Yeah. Big money. Yeah, it's true. You know, the and the lottery companies and the media like to remind us of this, but they aren't telling you something really important at the same time, right? The worst thing that you that can happen to you when you're playing the lottery isn't necessarily that you'll lose, it's that you'll actually win. And I kind <laughs> of I, and I know you're like, yeah, whatever, that two billion dollars, oh sad person, right? But you and you might think this is a little bit crazy, but it turns out that getting millions of dollars can actually create all kinds of problems that most people who play the lottery regularly have never actually considered before. And that's really what this show is going to kind of talk about today. All so, right. it, you know, it turns out, and this is a true statistic, right? Around 70% of lottery winners have to declare bankruptcy within a few years of winning that money. That is crazy. Yeah. It And it's... And it's not, and it's also not untrue of celebrities. Um, you think a lot of like sports players who win these big contracts and things. It's the same kind of ideas behind this, right? They'll they'll end up when they quit playing and quit getting that money. They didn't save it, so they lose. They make really poor spending purchases, and it's this whole thing. Well, we're gonna dig into this. Okay. So, like I said, there's a lot of reasons for this to happen, but the biggest culprit really is that they just you. You cannot fathom managing $2 billion. Like, what would you do to manage that money? And most people don't know how to do that. They have no idea what to do with that kind of money. Um, And they also don't know what they can and can't do with it to make it work for them for the long term either, right? Even if you win a million dollars, well, that's me. 
you'd like to think that it'll last you forever, but the reality is it might not, right? That'll go by really fast if you don't use that money really carefully. So, you know, for instance, you might want to buy a mansion with this newfound wealth. But what people often don't think about when they go to buy that mansion is the constant maintenance cost to run such a large property. Not to mention the property taxes that they'll likely have to pay for that property year after year um, and the insurance on that property, right? You might be able to buy that million dollar mansion, but then you quickly run out of money because you have to spend it on the maintenance cost. So that's just one example of not truly fathoming the cost to to have that kind of money. There's, It's kind of weird to think about, but it, it's true, right? So, you know, lottery winners, We'll also have to deal with really this never ending stream of requests and demands from friends and family for money. And this, this is, is very the one true. this is the one I'd be scared about. Yeah. So and it can be really, really hard to say no to your friends and family. We're like, oh, when you have this newfound wealth, and especially if you're a generally very generous person to begin with, you're you you're naturally gonna want to share that with people. Um, and even if you do refuse to give them, right? Then you're gonna have to deal with people thinking you're selfish for not giving it to them. And there's a lot of like guilt and shame that can come with that. And we've talked about the the strong tie of emotions and money in previous episodes. Um, you know, let's say you give, you know, ten thousand dollars to help them pay off their debts or, you know, fund a new business idea. Those are good things to do, but you have to really think about it in the context. And it's not just gonna be, you know, friends and family that are gonna ask you for that money either. You're gonna start to get a lot of organizations asking you to make donations to their causes as well. And they're not all going to be legitimate requests. So there's right. fraud is and scammers. If they find out you won the lottery, guess what? They're coming after you. Big so time. yeah, and we just talked about, you know, how easy it is to fall victim to those things a couple weeks ago when we had Nate Finney on the show talking about kind of some common scams that are going around with things like check fraud and whatnot. Um, so interestingly, so I have a, a interesting story about this actually. So sometimes the people who are gonna scam you are actually gonna be the people closest to you as well. So in 1988, there was a man named William Post and he won um, like $16 million in the lottery, a little over 16 million. And so you said talked about suing your friends if you won, right? So his former girlfriend sued him for a third of his winnings and won her case. And then William's brother even went as far as to hire a hitman to kill him because his brother thought he'd then inherit the prize money, right? So at this point, you can imagine William is probably like wishing he had never won the lottery. And he's even on record saying he wished he had never won and that he was happier when he was broke. What? So when I talk about things can, your life can go sideways really fast when you come into these large sums of money. Like there are some crazy wild stories out there. I think there even used to be a TV show about people who won the lottery and like what happened to them. It's like so epic sometimes. Okay, but it's not gonna <laughs> happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were kind of the Debbie Downer in that thing right there. I won Sorry. the $2 billion and now I've got a hitman after me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A okay. Dark. Sorry. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about when we come back from this break, you're going to have some strategies that 
if I am lucky enough to win a large sum of money that might help me navigate this, this yes. horrible storm that you're talking about? Okay. We'll do that when we come back with more Good Money Moves here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's a new day. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. A very fun topic today. We can all dream during the commercial breaks about what we would do if we had won the lottery or win a future lottery, a big one. But now, Jenna, you're going to come back and tell us what we should do, right? To make sure we don't have a hitman coming after us or other yeah. or other pitfalls of winning a big lottery prize. Yeah, yeah. So there is a, a bit of a long list of things you should really do, but I'm going to try to keep it short and simple and and make it easy to remember. So first and foremost, and this is going to be completely counterintuitive to what you think you should do, but the very first thing you should do is tell no one that you've won literally no one and this can be really hard because most people want to share the good things that happened to them especially if you just became super rich you want to you know tell everybody oh my gosh i just won the lottery and you want to share it on social media and you want to make a tiktok about it and you want to email your boss and tell him you quit right well that's the don't thing your that. boss is going to ask you what what happened yeah don't do that right the fewer people that know that you've won the fewer people you will have asking you for your money so as try to keep your anonymity a about winning for as long as you possibly can. And while you're keeping it quiet, the next thing that you need to do is really start to prepare to actually receive that money that you've won in advance, right? So before you um, get that money from the government, you're gonna want to get with a lawyer who has experience handling things like trusts and estates, right? We just talked with Jennifer Gumbel a couple weeks ago about this type of stuff, right? So somebody who specializes in this. And the reason you'll need someone like this is because you will want to have a trust set up where you can have the deposit where you can deposit that prize money into, right? You don't you're not going to want to put that into a normal account just because of the size of the of the funds and how you're going to want to manage that going forward and you know, this will become a little bit more clear as we keep talking so sure i can see the tax consequences would be significant yes so yeah so once you've hired your attorney and you're again you want one that has that experience with the trust and then once you've got your trust set up and you that's where you're going to deposit that prize money and you're gonna to wanna to make sure that only people that you truly, truly can trust can access that money. And if that means no one other than yourself and maybe an attorney, then so be it. But you're also gonna get gonna to wanna to set up a PO box that's separate from your normal mailing address where you can pick up all any and all correspondence that will be mailed to you in relation to this prize money and this account. Okay, everybody so, should be taking notes right now. Continue to keep your anonymity, right? That's what this is about. So once you've done that, then you can pick up that lottery ticket and claim your winning. So, and you can see, you know, if the rules of the lottery, each state has different rules, each lottery jackpot, each different way that you play, you know, they all have different rules. But you can see if those rules will allow you to collect that money anonymously. 
And if they do, take that option. You might even want to send the lawyer that you hired to collect the money on your behalf so that you aren't seen in person collecting that money anywhere. Because if if for any reason the media gets wind that you're gonna be there to pick up your money, I, you know, who knows how these things happen, they're gonna show up and then your face is gonna be everywhere and then your anonymity is gone and everybody's gonna be calling and knocking <laughs> on your door asking for a handout. Um, you know, I mean, you could, tr- if you have to go in person, you could certainly try to disguise your appearance to some degree. I don't know, you know, if you don't usually have a beard, maybe try to grow out your beard a little bit or change your hairstyle, wear a hat, you know, something just to kind of try to keep yourself a little bit more disguised. Um, again, this is for your own sanity, honestly. Um, so once you kind of get the prize money, though, right, you can choose really to have it typically presented to you as a lump sum, or you can opt in most cases to do an annual payment until you reach that full amount that's owed. Usually what you're gonna wanna do is actually go for the lump sum, even though it's not going to be as much as the full prize usually. And the, the reason it's not as much as the full prize that you've technically won is because the government was planning on investing that prize money and paying out to you slowly. <laughs> so. However, the government's investments are usually barely beat the inflation rate. So you can probably do better by just taking that lump sum altogether and then investing it. And again, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. So if you know you won't be able to control yourself though, by having that lump sum, when you get the prize money, then I mean, an annual payment plan is totally acceptable too, but best case scenario is take that lump sum and do what you will with it. Um, smartly, right, which we'll talk more about. And the payment plan is really just to make sure that you don't burn through your money all at once on if you really truly don't think you'll be able to control yourself. Now that, um, but that's if you've what already you... taken all the steps I've talked about up until this point, you're you're already doing, the, you're already making some really good steps. So taking those monthly payments like that, and if you blew it every single year, can you imagine saying I'm living paycheck to paycheck? <sighs> You know, someone has, you know, someone has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's it's honestly, it's possible. That's why that's why we talk about budgets all the time. Live within your budgets and people, it doesn't matter how much money you make, the more money you make, the more you're gonna spend it. So, um, but once you really have your prize money kind of safely deposited into that trust fund that you established, you're gonna wanna figure out how to make the most of that money, right? So that you don't burn through it all at once. And so that you aren't somehow living paycheck to paycheck, even though you've won the lottery, right? That's kind of the opposite of what you're trying to achieve by having this wonderful windfall happen. So, and there are a ton of investment strategies out there and that could you know, take all day to talk about all of those. It's a whole nother episode, so I'm not gonna dig into it, but really just kind of a good, kind of rule of thumb is to favor stable investments, bonds, mutual funds, um, over maybe the more glamorous or risky investments like cryptocurrencies. We all know what happened to that recently. So, you know, just be really smart about what you do invest in. Remember, you don't have, I mean, again, it would probably be good for you to hire a financial manager at this point to make sure that you know how much, um, how much to put into which types of investments, things like that. I mean, in, just to really make sure that you're comfortable with what's going on with your money and you and that you're making good choices. So um, you are also gonna wanna consider 
how much, if anything, you do want to give away to family and friends, right? And keep in mind, you certainly do not have to give anything away if you don't want to. It's perfectly reasonable to just keep it. Um, if you do decide to share your wealth, um, one suggestion would be to open yet another trust fund separate from the one that you've already opened that and then make sure that the only people who can access it are those selected members of your family. And you, the nice thing about trust funds is you can specify how that money can be used and they can only then use that money for certain things. Like if you wanna fund your niece or nephew's college education with the money that you've won, you can create a trust fund and only allow them to do you know that or if you want to designate that you're you're going to buy a home for your kids with this money you can set up a separate trust fund so that when they are ready to buy a home they can only use the funds for that thing so there are ways to go about providing for your friends and family if you've come into a nice windfall from the lottery without um them blowing the funds and that you can then use those to do things in a very specific manner so you have a you haven't mentioned at all the things I want to do with the money. The fun stuff? Yes, the fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, in this, we're, the, the next thing to do is once you've really done all the hard, unfun work of managing this money, that's when you're ready to, you can kind of reward yourself, right? So, even though most of your money is now invested, and the purpose behind that is to make sure that you can continue to live off it and use it going forward without you know running out you you know that's when you can start looking at okay well i've invested a significant portion i know what this money can do for me i know how long it's going to last me what i need to do to keep it working for me now i'm going to take what's left and do all the things that you dreamed of doing right buy that sports car go on a shopping spree for designer clothes right get tickets to that Taylor Swift concert if yeah, Ticketmaster right. <laughs> is working properly. <laughs> or, you know, whatever you like. Now you can afford the surge pricing that comes with Ticketmaster and buy those $2,400 tickets to Taylor Swift if that's really what you want to do. So there is definitely still room in this plan to have fun with this money. Because let's be honest, you're going to do it regardless. <laughs> well, to give you an example, how much money would be available for fun stuff? The person, the single person winning that $2 billion jackpot, let's say they took the cash option, which drops it down to about $900 million. And let's assume yeah. the tax man's going to get half of it. At 4% mm -hmm. interest, that's $18 million a year. Yeah. Without touching the principal. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. But you know, a lot of what you said, though, I mean, we're joking because of the Powerball business and the lottery business, but if you were to get a large inheritance, a lot of the same advice that you're talking about would apply. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, you know, it is, um, It's a, you're more likely to get an inheritance than you are to win the lottery. That's very true. Very and true. regardless of the size of that inheritance, right? You, um, you're gonna wanna manage it very similarly. And, and really all of this just comes back to the very basic, good money management principles of any amount of money that you receive, right? So you have to have a plan for spending your money. If you don't have a plan, you're going to feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck. You're never gonna meet your goals. You're gonna burn through your money faster than you can 
pull it in, right? So having that spending plan, creating that budget and understanding what your money can and can't do for you is really important regardless of whether you have this giant windfall, you've gotten a, a, a small inheritance or you're just getting your every biweekly paycheck, right? These are all things you have to do for money management. So once you kind of have that plan in place, right? Then it's always about how do you then improve your financial situation from there, you know right? Make, let's make talk the about, most of it. Let's talk about that aspect of it when we get back, okay? Yeah. We'll take a break and return. We're talking about if you win big, how to do the rest of your life the smart way. Uh, with Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union on Good Money Moves here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And businesses with tax problems with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back with more of Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Talking about what to do if you come into a whole bunch of cash like a lottery jackpot. You know, I was thinking during the break, Jenna, wouldn't it be great if I could play the lottery without actually having to spend the money and lose the money playing the lottery? Yeah, so uh, fun fact, Andy, there actually is a way to do that. Uh, it's not playing the lottery necessarily, but it's equally as exciting, I think. So First Alliance Credit Union uh, offers a very unique account. It's called a PrizeLink Savings Account and it's called Wincentive Savings. And so what this account is, and hear me out, right? You heard savings account and I heard everyone's ears shut off immediately, but bear with me, right? So the the this account is very unique. So simply depositing $25 into this account every month, you become eligible to win prize drawings monthly, quarterly, and annually throughout the year. Oh, fun. And we're and so monthly there's one hundred dollar prize drawings. Quarterly there's thousand dollar prize drawings, and annually Ooh. there's a five thousand dollar prize drawing. So if you think back to what I said earlier in the show about people spending on average seventy dollars a month on lottery tickets, and the chances you actually have to win the lottery, you could put that same amount of money into this account. And at $75, you would earn that would earn you three entries into this prize, into the prize drawings for that month, quarter, and then annually, and they, they all accrue, right? And you would have a higher chance of winning $5,000 by depositing 75 bucks into this account than you would ever to have win the chance to win the lottery. Oh, yeah. And so that's what I love about this account. So, mind you, you are not going to win $2 billion <laughs> from our Wincentive Savings account, but you could win a hundred bucks. You could win, you know, a thousand. You could win 5,000. And on top of that, you're saving money for yourself, right? So even if you don't win one of those prize drawings, guess what? You just saved that $25, $50, that you would have otherwise spent. And never gotten anything for and then this account also accrues normal interest on it as well so, so it's a win -win. This, 
it's a win. I would say it's a win, 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 right? So <laughs> there, you. This is such a fun account. I actually love talking about it. Our staff loves talking about it. Uh, the members that we have that have these accounts, um, they love winning. Obviously, they love that kind of that thrill of, am I going to win this month? Am I going to get that phone call from the credit union that says, hey, you just won $100? Or, you know, um, one of our members did win that $5,000 prize drawing um, over during COVID. And that was so exciting for us to be able to give that money away. So, oh, yeah. It's that really fantastic. It is, and it's so easy to open. You only actually only need $5 to start a Wincentive Savings account at First Alliance. And then every $25 increase in your balance month to month, you earn a prize drawing up to four each month. And there's special prize drawings as well throughout the year, sporadically as well. And the best thing is after you have the drawing and you don't win, you didn't lose anything. That's (laughs) right. You literally, this, yeah, you didn't lose a thing. You still have that money. And it's still ready and waiting for you to do something fun with. There's no buyer's remorse like I have after the Powerball when I see the ticket laying on the counter and I, uh, yep, I just wasted right. six bucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. As always, great information and fun information today as well. And uh, obviously, there's a lot more to it when we're talking about trusts and tax liabilities, all that stuff that goes yeah. in with this. Um, can you point us at some place we could find out more? Yes, absolutely. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, we actually have a blog post that goes into even more details about what to do if you win the lottery, if you want to go check that out. If you're interested in the Wincentive Savings accounts I just talked about, you can find more information on our website under this Save tab in our menus. Um, of course, you can go back and to listen to past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. And if you love our show, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Or if you have a financial topic or question that you'd like us to cover on Good Money Moves, please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union they can help you start making good money moves today. All right. That's First Alliance Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Jenna Tobble, thanks again. We'll chat again next week. Absolutely. This has been Good Money Moves here at News Time 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.